happy to have with me Ninat Chaya, one of the early movers of India's gaming industry. He's been part of companies such as India Games, Rich India, Jump Games, Play Casso, Robosoft Technologies, and he is presently the COO at Ritz Interactive and co-founder at GoFidgety. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. It's a pleasure to have you over here, Nilan. Likewise, so thank, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you for joining us on the XR Home podcast. So let me, because uh, your your career started in the gaming space, so let right. me start by the gaming. Uh, so. How has the gaming industry evolved here in India specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And what do you think the, the gaming industry future holds for the for India? I mean, I, I kind of got into gaming uh, in the mid-90s and I've pretty much been in the gaming space for almost two decades now. Right. And it has been an interesting journey. I mean, mm-hmm. what started for me as a hobby and a passion became a profession. And uh, ever since the early days of gaming, I've seen... Uh, both the ecosystem evolve as well as the awareness kind of increase as the years go by. Right. Uh, I think what what kind of changed in recent times, while gaming was always kind of seen as a uh, career op- objective for people to pursue or as a industry, right. I think the mobile ecosystem really helped get that hockey stick going. Right. And especially after the Play Store and the App Store came in, the Google Play Store and App Store, and mm. in recent times, what we today call as the geo phenomenon. Uh, today we are the cheapest data rates yeah. globally. Yeah, yeah. And that really opened up the floodgates. I would say that the hardware became affordable. You get really good quality smartphones right. for a very less price point. I mean, 5,000, yeah. 6,000 rupees. And then the data rates became cheaper. So, so people who had never experienced gaming before suddenly became casual gamers looking at mobile games. And they started playing games on their mobile phones and the mobile became their primary entertainment device. Right, right. right. So today, even if you look at the OTT space, a lot of traffic today comes from the mobile devices, yeah. all your Hotstar and Netflix and the Amazon Primes. A lot of consumers are consuming video content on mobile. Yeah. And the same goes with gaming. And as days go by, we see this evolving. We see the whole gaming experience now going to the next level. I mean, what was earlier single-player, casual games. Mm-hmm. People would play Angry Birds. People would mm-hmm. play Temple Run. Mm-hmm. Off late for good or bad reasons, PUBG has been in the news at every point of time. I mean, I think I think in India, it's been more for the, from a negative connotation right. which it has got in the media. Right. But you suddenly see kids playing multiplayer games right. using voice chat, which was, again, thanks to the data penetration, yeah. right? I mean, uh, you, you see people forming clans and playing games. Uh, and and as days go by, I think it will become a lot more fun with augmented reality also getting integrated. What Pokemon Go was three years ago, right? Right. Uh, suddenly, Pokemon Go made AR a household name. People right. were walking on streets, bumping into things, trying to collect uh, and going to Pokestops. Right. Right. Uh, we will see a lot more such content coming in, both in the gaming space, on on mobile and handhelds. Uh, where people will be looking at much more immersive experiences. Right. It is no longer something which you just sit in a corner and play it. It's going to be out there interacting with your day-to-day life. So yeah, I mean, gaming and immersive technology, I think it's intrinsically connected. Yeah, and it could play a, a role in accelerating adoption of gamers because, I mean, so so far when you when you game, when you're a gamer, you restrict it to a 
2D platform, you know. Sure. I mean, when when you get immersed in the game, uh, I think the excitement level for a game gamer would like really uh, go up. So obviously, there are these negatives uh, sure. of it also. So, but what do you think uh, uh, the future looks like with uh, uh, immersive uh, games? Really fantastic that what so far you were kind of on one side of the screen and you were a player of the game with immersive tech like. AR and especially virtual reality, right. you suddenly become a part of the game, right. right? I mean, you are inside the game and you are experiencing the game. So, think about you playing Call of Duty, wearing a haptic suit in VR, and the minute somebody shoots at you in uh, in the game, you get that haptic feedback on your yeah, VR suit. That, that's so cool, and that takes you to the next level, right? right? I mean, uh, a lot of people whom I talk with and who are kind of getting just introduced to the immersive tech space and want to understand what is right. AR and VR. Right. And I kind of draw an analogy. I mean, I've grown up watching films and apart from games, films is the next big thing for me. Right. And I give them an analogy saying, hey, uh, AR is what Tony Stark does in his lab. Right. right? I mean, and how, how do you kind of get people to visualize what AR is? And like what Iron Man sees in his helmet, right. that's augmented reality. It's augmenting what you're doing. Right. And VR is what Neo did in the Matrix. You, you plug in into the Matrix and you can learn to fly a helicopter, you can learn Kung yeah. Fu, and you can shoot down a building full of bad guys, yeah. all the time also experiencing it. I mean, right. uh, I don't know if you remember that scene from The Matrix. Yeah, yeah I love that. It's, it's my favorite movie. Yeah, he's, he's getting hit, and, and you see Neo shaking, because right. in, in the world, it's so real, right? It's, right. Uh, and for all you know, we might actually be living in a simulation like Elon Musk said. I mean, look at look at uh, the gaming side, you know, where we're going. We, we're just pushing towards the ultra-photorealistic space, yes. right? I mean, how far where we, we see even at this point in time, you know, when 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 are the, the these normal people first time sure. who experience VR gaming? Just simple as the the plank walk, right? You know? Even when they know before putting on the headset that they know that they're experiencing Correct. the plank walk right Correct. over here. There's no building, there's no deep gorge. You're not gonna fall down. But as soon as you put put the headset on, sure, you trick the 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 head gets yes. tricked, and you think that. Uh, you just might drop down, and there are people who have fallen down. So right now, when 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 the technology we 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 still not photorealistic, but tomorrow maybe five years, ten ten years down the line, when it gets photorealistic, and with haptic feedback coming in, right? Uh, what would happen? What 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 are your thoughts on that? It is excitingly scary. Yeah. Uh, because suddenly, like you right, rightly said, I mean, with Richie's plank kind of an app, it becomes difficult to differentiate between. Yeah what's real and what is virtual right. and now you add haptic feedback you add the sense of smell I think some company out there is also working on adding smell to yeah. VR yeah. right and yeah. then suddenly they, you you change the whole paradigm right, right? I mean you, you put on the headset with the, all these senses attached right. and you could be in a totally different world you could create your own universes right. and you could live an alternate life exactly right? what, what Ready Player One exactly. was it's, about it's all about it's all right? about and, and I think for me, that was a fantastic, both as a book to read and as a movie to watch because mm. that is the potential possibilities. You yeah. have a parallel universe yeah. where you exist as who you want to be, right. not who you are. Exactly. And and that could actually be, uh, uh, like I said, excitingly scary place to be. So talking about the, the simulation smell, uh, uh, the, somebody uh, simulating the smell, I think Rahman's film, Rahman's done a mm -hmm. VR film, it's called Le Musk. And um, 
uh, I've had been I've had a conversation with this producer, and I think it's up for release next year. They're simulating uh, smell for, for for their VR okay. film. So coming back to the 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 the, the gaming side, okay. <laughs> the Matrix thing. Right. So so recently I I read this. I I didn't go through the white paper. There was this white paper uh, which the CEO of U Ubisoft mm -hmm. uh, wrote on how. Gaming development is increasingly tilting towards being machine learning and AI assisted. Mm -hmm. So, do you see a future where a large chunk of creative game development could be done by AI? Yes and a no. Yeah. I mean, yes, as technology evolves, yeah. we will have increased dependency on AI and machine learning to at least help accelerate the process of game development, or, yeah. or for that matter, any any software development. Yeah. Um, Today, AI can create and animate a, lo a lot of objects which are photorealistic or hyperrealistic. Right. Right. So, while the initial part might need a human to conceptualize things, right. a lot of the processes will be automated such that uh, the, the production process, the turnaround time of, of building out a game and launching it in the market could actually get cut down. I mean, earlier, a few years ago, or, or even now for that matter, if you're building a AAA title on console, right. it is a, at least a three to four year old, a three to four year development cycle. Right. With AI and machine learning, you might be able to crunch that into a smaller time frame such that you can iterate it and launch it and learn from it and right. again yeah. evolve the game per se. Right. So so yeah, I think I think AI ML will play a game role pretty much not just in gaming across everywhere. I mean, people are saying AI might be able to create a movie someday. Exactly. In in fact, in a small way, I think they're already doing uh, in stuff. They, AI obviously been creating music. Yeah. Uh, successfully, they've actually done some collaboration with some artists where they they've done some songs. Sure. And AI has cut a little bit of uh, a movie or done some movie with human. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah. So so it, it's I'm just thinking about when will the game start playing the people. It's like people start <laughs> the game right now. Right, when right, will the game right. start playing the people? So I, I see that maybe someday might be possible with AI. Where Absolutely. Uh, I, I think I was just reading this article recently that earlier, Deep Blue was kind of the first AI software right, which, right, which right. bet a human yeah. like in chess, right? right. And then uh, Google had its own AI software which uh, won the Go game, right? right? right. Uh, but so far it was more of Versus one player, right, single player. Right. I was reading an article recently where there's an AI algorithm which is being built or already out there, which is now able to play with multiple players right, right. and the ability to play against each of them simultaneously and figure out their moves and win the game. And right, that is right. something which is really fantastic, right? right, I mean, right. Earlier, you were only with one opponent, but to be able to figure out the moves of the different players in the game, right, right. and it could be any game. It need not be a board game. It could right. be a... Uh, shooter game right? And, and you're playing a Call of Duty and the AI is actually winning because it's figured out what your move is going to be if you're a sniper right. it knows exactly where you are going to be and will kind of find out wow. and wow. shoot you back do share more details on Go Fidgetal okay. and the immersive tech mm -hmm. solutions that uh, you, you provide sure so Go Fidgetal uh, like you mentioned earlier in during our conversation is an immersive tech focused company we work right. with businesses across industries uh, who are looking to use immersive tech like AR, VR, mixed reality, and, right. and even gaming or gamification next thing to help them solve a business problem or a pain point. It could be in training, it could be in 
learning and development it could mm-hmm. be in brand engagement so we work with companies across uh, sectors like pharma healthcare right. automobile manufacturing right. and understand what is it that they're trying to achieve right. uh, be it for, for their internal stakeholders or external stakeholders and and create tech driven solutions immersive tech driven solutions right. on that so for example last year we did uh, safety training simulation vr simulation for the right. mahindra group right where the whole idea was right. that they were looking to uh train their shop floor workers right. uh, in the tractor division on best practices on how to load uh, heavy machinery how to right. unload charges from a furnace right. and so so far the, the conventional was classroom training right i mean uh, a person would kind of show powerpoint slides and but the challenge they were facing was a lot of the newcomers were kind of wanting to learn it experientially i mean right. the new generation right. and the other challenge was people with enough experience people who were have were working as a part of their group for 10 15 years were getting complacent and could actually uh, miss out on a few key things right. which could potentially lead to a disaster i mean you load anything in a furnace the wrong way mm. it could create a explosion and it could lead to loss of life and machinery right. Right. so we created this virtual reality based training simulation where we simulated the entire process of what how to load the charge what to do what are the steps to be followed and if you do not do that what could happen right and the feedback we got from them was amazing they said look we have never been able to explain to people right. how dangerous it is if you don't right. do things the right way right. but vr has been able to achieve right. it right. likewise with augmented reality we had done a bunch of projects uh, we did something for total quads right. to train uh, to again it was more of a brand uh, awareness campaign which they were doing and we right. use ar and we use vernacular languages like right. hindi malayalam kannada and telugu to train and and to inform the garage mechanics the dealers mm. about the benefits of using a car engine oil to enhance the bat- uh, engine life right. uh, likewise we also and the, interestingly the way gofigital came about uh, and we were talking earlier that uh, wits was something which my co-founder hitesh and i started when right. we right. back in college in the in the mid 90s and then i moved out and got into my gaming gig and 3 right. years ago i came back right. to the mothership right. and we were talking about uh, what's next i mean and i was telling him about why i think ar vr is kind of the next frontier right and how kids are and even kids today are increasingly dependent on screens digital right. screens and the way go fidgetal came about was uh, my daughter back then was this was around 2016 and she was right. like two and a half and she's a digital native right most kids is yeah, yeah exactly and hitesh my co-founder is very fond of her and you know what you need to cut down the screen time and i'm like dude i don't i agree to you i mean i'm i'm not denying that the screen time needs to be uh something which is is a concern but she's two and a half she can't read i just happened to say but what if a book could read back to her and that was our eureka moment we said oh you know what you could actually create an ar app where the book came to life and and kind of interacted okay. with with the child and we started working on a product uh along with a partner of ours in germany right. which is an ar based uh, language learning right. product which right. teaches english to preschool kids right. and that it was started that's how also go fidgetal started saying hey you can leverage ar and vr right. to to make it a lot more immersive and a lot more fun right and it's been a fantastic journey we just did a couple of vr games for a uh, leading fmcg brand uh, right. png and and i i think 
we are just beginning. This is the tip of the iceberg. Completely, complete believer. That's the reason I personally have been invested in this since 2016. Though, uh, since we on a positive note, mm-hmm. I just want to get something sure. like, negative over here. Uh, like AI has gone through its various winters, sure. yeah? and so has AR. VR, there's been various obituaries which has been written. VR is dead and this and... But, but you know, I see VR. For me personally, I think VR is that evil dead. <laughs> it rises up again and again. And, and when it rises up, it, it it's becoming like a bigger monster. Yes. Maybe in a... I don't know whether it's a nice way, good way or bad way. But this is my, my, mm. my personal... Uh, this thing thought about AR. What right. are your thoughts about AR VR? Because in India, I personally see hmm. that education and awareness has been a major problem and people, that there's not many people who still see the impact what AR VR can sure. have. So, Yeah, I, I think, like you rightly said, Eddie, it's lack of awareness. Hmm. I think partly we as the people within the ecosystem are also to be blamed Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we are trying to do our best, right. but at the same time, it's never enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, I I think there are conferences now happening. Immersion VR mm. was a fantastic platform. Thank you. Thank you. And but but the thing what I told you back then also right. it was it was people within the community. Right. We are we are a very incestuous ecosystem right. where we only talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, yeah. What we need to do is get the people from on the fringe and the marketeers right, right, and get them on board and right, make them there are people right, out there who are right, actually right, very savvy and right, they understand right. but they are very far and few we need to right. make it a lot more democratized exactly exactly no no so completely I've been with you on it and uh, the next year uh, we will definitely look at getting more marketeers uh, onto the platform so so you know they they also I mean, we grow the business because eventually it's all about growing the business, Absolutely. right? I mean, so, and yeah. they're the ones who hold the, I mean, hold the market. Yeah, and yeah, so, so, and, yeah, and coming to your thing about VR and many, obviously, yes, there are obituaries which have been written, but it's, it's a, if you look at any technology as it evolves, right? right. I mean, 20, 25 years back, the mobile device, the mobile phone was a brick. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I remember when I got my first mobile phone, I was paying 32 rupees for outgoing and 16 rupees for incoming as a call rate. This yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Wow. And this was like, for, and, and the phone weighed like half a kg. Yeah, and this was not even a long time back. Yeah, it's, This was not. This yeah. was the mid-90s. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And today you see, I mean, and kids today possibly have no clue about that. Maybe right. kids today have not even seen the the regular dial phone which MTN used to right, have. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure these guys have not yeah. seen the regular dial phone. My daughter uses FaceTime much more. Right. Com- 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 That's friendly. an antique piece for them. I'm yeah, sure. it is. Right, right. And and but today you see where it has come. Right, right. the whole mobile uh, ecosystem. Right. I think likewise with with uh, AR and VR as well. The, the challenge with VR also has been that unlike AR, which is kind of today every smartphone is an AR enabled device. Right. With VR, you need an additional headset. Right. right. Which means you need to kind of invest extra in that. Exactly. And then the content needs to be there. Right. Now, all these headsets, I mean, the, the cheapest headset or the lowest entry is the cardboard where right. the experience is not that awesome. Right. You, you do get a fa- basic experience. Right. But then the, the end user feedback is also that, that they don't go away wowed. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But you give somebody a, an HTC Vive or right. 
I just tried out the uh, Oculus Quest. Wow. Yeah. And you get blown away with the, the potential, the possibilities, because you suddenly are looking at content which is amazing. Right. Um, the hardware is there. It's yeah. a bit expensive. Right. But I think as days go by, once the hardware becomes a lot more affordable, right. I think both AR and VR will explode. I mean, today, already every iPhone out there right. is AR enabled. I mean, right. AR Kit 3 just got announced at the Worldwide Developer Conference right. by Apple two days ago, right. which has body tracking and all right. those aspects. So AR is no longer going to be just a part of what you see. You will right. actually be able to interact. This is part of the environment you are interacting with. Right. Microsoft has the HoloLens, which again kind of makes it a lot more surreal, the whole mixed reality experience. It's just a matter of, I think, making it available to the masses. Right, right. Once that happens, I think VR will also reach that inflection point. Right. And, and then you'll also start creating content because you know right. there's an audience out there. Right, exactly. And then exactly. you'll start building content for that and right. that's how the market will grow. So yes, I mean, there's, there's a lot of times, I guess, we, we normally... Right now, I think technology is in the space where it's no longer uh, taking the linear linear path. It's, sure. it's it's on that exponential space. So I'm very excited about it, and 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 glad that you know uh, Facebook is really push driving the ecosystem with the Oculus Quest. I'm really excited about it. And I hope that uh, plays a catalyst role in the adoption. I really hope that Facebook and the other players sure. like look at India as a market. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> 1.3 people, billion people are a difficult yeah, people to ignore man. exactly exactly and we, we need yeah. all the big boys to look at India and say hey what can we do different I mean people are always comparing India and China and I'm like there's no comparison we're, these are two different beasts right. you can't you can't tame a Chinese dragon the Indian way and you can't tame an Indian Tiger the Chinese way. So so tell me, I mean, uh, on the website, uh, I did see a lot of uh, services and solutions mm -hmm. that that you, that, that you been providing. Sure. Is, is there any products that you're building which is? So the way we look at, mm -hmm. uh, so the way the, the group is structured, uh, we started off as a services company, even as a parent company, which right. is interactive. Mm -hmm. uh, but we call it the bread butter jam model. Right. So the services is the bread and butter of the right. business, right. and. On the sides of it, we kind of start investing in IP right. on the side and building out IPs, which kind of turn out to be the jam for us, which, right, are, right, uh, which right. are the long-term value creators. Right. And um, in fact, the the project which we started back in 2016, the AR-based learning language learning product, right. uh, that is now getting spun off as an independent entity and kind right. of that's going to go mass market. We, we kind right. of incubated it as a service-based project for a while. Right. But now it's it's kind of taken a life of its own. Right. And then that's kind of where something we we incubated, we build it out, and then we say, okay, is it ready enough to get launched? Right. So likewise, we have a couple of other things. Mm. The other AR plus AI thing, which we spoke about again. Right. Uh, we, we've been toying around with that idea for almost an year and a half now. Right. And now we think that the time is right to start building out an MVP for that. The idea is that, yes, the services will keep on kind of paying the bills, right. so to speak, right? And uh, we would love to be a product company, but then you also have bills to pay. Right, and exactly. Product development itself is a is a long yeah. haul. Yeah, completely, right? completely. So, yeah. but we are so whichever concept we find uh, has value, we kind of keep seeding it, right. and then when the time is right, we launch it in the open market. For us, like like being in the service. Uh, Business, you know, because we've been providing so sort of content, service mm. and content uh, mm. to 
enterprise as well as consumers so i have faced a lot of these problems where people have this notion that ar vr mr is a very expensive technology sure. you know so so that kind of i i see that uh, as a hindrance has that mm. that been like a problem for you uh, to acquiring clients or uh, you know get, getting work done it has, has been a been challenge a, yes I, i think any new technology people mm. kind of are a bit skeptical about adapting to it right right possibly because like we've been talking about the lack of awareness of what is the potential what it can do for them right and they kind of try to draw analogies and comparing it with what they're currently using so for right. them uh, an ar experience they would say oh but i've done this 2d animation right. and uska to itna 2 lakh mein hi ho gaya tha why are you why are you charging me so much for an ar or a vr thing yeah and then you have to explain to them and the advantage is with ar and vr unless So till the time they don't experience it themselves, right, right. they are not kind of sold onto the idea. Right, hey, let right, me explore. Right. But once they experience it, and then right. that's what whenever clients still say, send us a deck. Right. Like sir, we'll send you a deck, but give fifteen minutes of your time. Let me come and show you a VR experience or an right. AR experience, and then you can go through our deck and talk to our uh, look at our credentials. Right. So once they experience it, then it becomes a lot more easier to to kind of. at least get a conversation going right right, uh, right. the first 8 to 10 months when we started go digital mm-hmm. went into at least exp- even explaining the concept of ar vr right um uh, many to say ar people would think snapchat right or people would think pokemon, pokemon. right <laughs> and it was the whole idea of like look ar is a lot beyond pokemon yeah, go yes yeah. pokemon go did a great thing about democratizing and making ar a household name right. but it's not just that game right for us it in, also it kind of helped where because pokemon go and we are, we are doing games as a service as well right. people would come to us and say oh i want a game like pokemon go right and then the next line would be put off because they'd say oh i have a launch in two weeks and i want right. a pokemon go kind of a game in two weeks right and like nahi ho sakta sir you want a game like pokemon go we'll do it for you right. but it takes time it takes effort to build out it but now they are understanding that we, we have had conversations with clients where saying okay this is my problem statement right what do you suggest do we do and how long will it take right so now we are having conversations where clients come with an open mind saying they just put the problem statement in front of us right and from being a service provider we have now moved to a solution partner kind of a uh, level in the value chain right. we are no longer a vendor to some of our clients right right they they actually come back to us and say okay what can we do how do we solve this right and then we say okay this is what we can do these are the two three approaches Could be an AR, VR. It could just be a regular app, right? Right. And this is how we solve it. I mean, we've done IoT solutions, mm-hmm. location-based AR experiences right. using IoT and stuff. Right. So, I think slowly the trend is changing. Mm-hmm. People are getting a lot more aware, right? Uh, and then they come back to us saying, "Okay, what can we do different?" Right. Or they say, "Okay, show us what have what is happening globally in our domain, right? And how can that be adopted in our adopted. business?" Adopted, right. right? So. it it was it is still tough i'm not saying it's it's become any right. easier right? and right. converting a prospect to a sale is right. always something which a salesman lives for i mean the mm. highs right. and the lows and you you been there as well but it's fun right. and kind of seeing people get into this whole thing oh now that's something you can do with ar vr and like yes That's yeah. what we're talking about. The world is waiting for that one magic content because I guess that's the always that one small thing which which works as a catalyst, sure. you know, for 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 mass adoption. Like maybe like 
the the content which can uh, drive that conversation right. towards mass adoption or the use case for enterprise which everybody looks up and says oh wow even i want that right. i want that so do you think we've come close to that or do we have like a so in in some cases yes i think we we are so we, we need to identify like you said in enterprise right what right. are the, what is that one common thing which spans across industry it doesn't matter whether you're in automobile Mm. or in manufacturing right. or in pharma if you identify that one problem area which everybody faces right. today is learning and development right. how do you keep your employees engaged motivated and efficient mm. and keep them upskilled right. and, and right. upskilling is a big challenge today right. so if you have a solution which can crack that and then right. and we we kind of we hope we are we we found the magic pill because we we I bounced off a few ideas with a few close partners of ours. Right. That if you find that solution which can help a business mm-hmm. cut down even on the training cost, right, and upskill their teams mm-hmm. and keep them motivated, especially the millennials, right, who are right. kind of right. really digital savvy and stuff, that could help on the enterprise side, right, right. I mean. everything else will follow yes a right. uh, uh, sales guy will need better sales tools right a marketing guy will need better campaigns right but the core is how do you keep your workforce upskilled and and trained right and they the kind of are learning on their own they should right. be motivated to learn on their own and experience things on their own right likewise i think on the on the consumer side it is about how seamless the experience is right right i mean nike launched a ar app which has a fairly accurate way of measuring your foot and right right so e-commerce will be a big thing exactly exactly AR, right i mean yeah. um, the mirror world yeah i mean yeah. ikea's yeah. ar app has been brilliant i mean mm. tim cook announced it on wwdc a couple of years ago right, right. for ar kit and and the the ar ecosystem will grow faster like that because every smartphone today right. is ar enabled right right i mean there are around 400 million android devices Right out right. there today, which are AR core enabled, right. and every iPhone today after the iPhone 5s mm-hmm. is AR enabled. Right. right, with iOS 13 coming out, they are looking at pushing the envelope on the AR front as well. Right, right. So people are betting big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just some way of finding the best use case mm-hmm. depending on what industry you are in. Right. If you are in the eyewear space, and Lenskart has a AR sort of an AR, not really an AR, but you kind of try out your frames. Right. right uh, a lot of real estate guys are using virtual reality to kind of give people an experience obviously i'm not going to buy a house worth crores just by looking at a vr yeah. experience but yeah, well it, it just adds on i it, mean it, it, yeah every every small bit adds it, yeah right mm. and and even from a marketer's point of view you need to realize that we get the ask this question a lot and i'm sure you as well that mm. what is the roi on this right yeah and i said look it's not going to double your sales overnight <laughs> i cannot i that is not the magic pill that right, it's not right. fake oil yeah. right but at the same time yeah. there are these little intangibles yeah. you will be seen as a thought leader in your yeah. own domain well yeah, that that's such a big thing you know when you but i guess people need to have that vision i mean yes. you know when, when once people understand Correct. that you know when you do something new and you push the the envelope you doing something and you you you, you are being you leading the movement sure. you know? so yeah i'm i'm going to break this conversation mm. over you i'm just going to get back to you where as a development company mm. 
like what have been your experience dealing with the likes of maybe like a facebook or a microsoft or you know you, you develop for these yes, kind of people yes. so, so what have, what have been the the as an indian uh, 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 development company hmm. are we a development company what 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 has been your experience in uh, with these uh, so we work very closely with microsoft in india right and then this was even we started building that relationship even before the whole immersive tech thing right right, right? a lot of our back end technology rests on their clouds and like right. we use azure right. extensively and today we are at a stage where most of the people we interact with at microsoft india if they have a customer who's talking immersive tech mm. they take us to the table as their immersive tech partners right. and saying hey right. Right. you want to talk ar vr talk right. to go fidget right. Right. right right and and that right. has helped us because right. the minute a partner like a microsoft tech partner, yeah, right they they endorse right. you right the confidence that the clients in automatically increases completely completely so mm-hmm. it has been interesting right. we are now trying to take it to the next level where right. we want to work with the global teams right. at these all these respective right. places i mean right. uh, facebook we have just kind of started mm-hmm. uh, so far we have just kind of been on the fringe and yes we were we we have all the oculuses right. the various various versions of oculuses in the studio and the new one too quest and the new one too yeah. absolutely bought it on launch and yes <laughs> bought it on launch day <laughs> so but yeah but at the same time we think there's a lot more which can be done right. we are trying to build deeper relationships with all these mm. ecosystem players be it google be it right. apple right. because they are, are, are kind of the influencers right. to right. drive any new technology right. i was talking to uh, the folks at google india sometime back and saying right. hey uh, ar vr and they, they are pretty excited about ar vr right. Right. as an industry um apple has always been a big proponent of augmented reality right. and tim cook has gone on record to say ar is kind of the thing right. which they'll be focusing on facebook is making some big moves right microsoft obviously has the hololens 2 right. and the hololens which kind of is out there right. so yeah the idea is to kind of try and see how closely you can align with them and right. we are we are doing whatever best we can to see how closely we can work with these guys right. and at least be on their radar right. such that whenever anything's whenever yeah. anybody in their system thinks ar vr they think about go fidgetal completely 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 any personal uh, moonshots or or for or for the company go fidgetal your your vision well the the time when we started go fidgetal mm-hmm. uh, and 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 this kind of came uh, to kind of add to my last statement before your this yeah. question that for me it is to take go fidgetal at a level where Uh, when i was growing up there used to be this television commercial right. of a paint company called jensen and nicholson right and they had a very catchy tagline which said whenever you think of color think of us right and for me i want people to kind of i want to be one of those few companies out there that whenever people think of xr right ar vr right go digital should be up there amongst right. the top few companies right. where they think oh okay right that's interesting let's talk right, to right go and right. let's help our business go digital let's right. talk to go digital right right so it is i mean and i think the next step for us is uh while india has been a really good market for us right. to start seeding mm-hmm. um, the next phase of growth will come from international alliances right to see how we can scale globally in some of the key markets out there right so yeah hopefully we we should be there pretty soon lovely lovely any last words to the audience would you want to say anything to the audience? i think keep the faith xr right. xr right. is something which right. is out there uh, right. Yes, it it might look at times tough. Right. It, it, the the sell is always tough. Right. 
But then as you say, it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. So uh, I, th- I think we just need to look at how AR, VR and gaming and these immersive tech platforms keep people engaged both at the consumer and the enterprise level. Right. And everybody needs to work hand in hand. Completely. 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 So so thank you, Rana. Thank you for pleasure. being part of XR Home Podcast. My pleasure. Uh, so it was a pleasure talking to Ninad. And what I take from this conversation is the passion, the vision uh, for being uh, the company for XRVR. And, and I'm really happy uh, with, with this conversation because... Uh, I've I've known uh, Ninad uh, since maybe from from the immersion VR fest, but his passion really connects with me, and, and his vision and his desire to be the number one company in India. And uh, I, I would be so happy to see X, uh, Go Fidgetal uh, be a global iconic AR VR company. And 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 I wish that we we have more uh, uh, tech companies from India which which na- makes a name globally because I guess that's what is missing from India we have the talent we, we have some great engineers technicians but I guess they all run away to the west but I guess it's about time you guys need to come back India is brilliant we have brilliant Absolutely. people sitting over here and we can do great things yeah? so so in that note uh, Tata bye bye thank you for joining XR Home Podcast it was a pleasure to have you guys I'll see you guys next time